Episode 30. This is Door Guys. I'm Davis. And Vinny. I'm Billy. And I'm Andres. And our guest today is comedian Cameron Logsdon. Thanks for being here, Cameron. Thank you what for is? having me. I'm excited to do it. I've been been waiting to get on. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you guys are the talk of the town. Oh, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Yeah. We didn't know. That's not yeah. good. I don't like the <laughs> uh, what, What's been going on around here lately, uh, Door Guys? We haven't been here in a while. Uh, or I haven't been here in a while. You guys did a good episode with Josh Potter last weekend. Uh, what have you guys been fun. up to? Yeah. I haven't been up to much. Same old consistency. Same, same old Billy. <laughs> That's what we like, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> Andres? Um... I haven't really been up to Mitch either. Uh, Jesus. Besides this, this, uh, boring shit. Well, I'm sorry. This, this week I've been just working a lot, like 60 plus hours, and I'm tired. I'm real tired. <laughs> you did have to stay. Uh, you broke the machine or something? Someone broke a monkey the machine. wrench in it? Somebody broke a, a conveyor belt, and it was a 16-hour workday on Tuesday, so that was fun. Damn. It's horrible. Yeah. I, haven't, I haven't been here for a couple of weeks. I've been doing family stuff. Kids have baseball games, softball games. Thursday was... Uh, my wife and I's 15-year anniversary. Oh, congratulations. Thanks. Nice. You didn't have much no. that mattered going on. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I mean, nothing important. I feel like you could have skipped that, I mean, to be here. <laughs> no, I, I had to say something. Otherwise, she would have been pissed that I was here now instead of helping her with the kids. Oh, see, that's, that's how you know it's real love, that that's she right. actually listens to the podcast. <laughs> so, that's, that's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> How about you, Davis? I, uh, I've had some family stuff going on, too, but uh, I've gone, I've lost my mind a little bit. My deodorant was itching my armpits and was making me lose my mind, so I've gone the route of not wearing deodorant now. Uh, the first night I decided to do this was last Thursday, and when I came here, I don't know what happened last Saturday, but I feel like during the week or last Saturday, we did not put the air, the AC on the proper setting. So when we came in, it was so humid in there. <laughs> it was so humid that when we started the show, Colleen came in and pointed out that you could see smoke in the lights, the spotlight coming down because of the humidity in the room. Oh, Jesus. And as you other door guys know, in the booth, it gets really fucking hot. And yeah. mm-hmm. I went into the server station about halfway through the show, and I was like, sorry, guys, but in hindsight, today's not the day. I should have stopped wearing deodorant. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't consider just switching deodorants? I did that. I went from, I've done Old Spice my whole life. And then just one day, my arm, it must have had extra aluminum or something because my arms just itched for like two days. And then I switched to Tom's deodorant, which uh, apparently Who, has who's no. Tom? I don't know. Who he, is. <laughs> he supposedly he makes, deodorant. makes uh, all natural deodorant. Some guy yeah. in Maine in a river. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is the same guy that made those shoes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Both out of mud. <laughs> like if you buy a deodorant, like a kid in Africa gets a deodorant. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and there's no aluminum or pesticides or anything. In it. And I used that, and that was almost like I don't. It caked my arms, and then it worked for a couple days then my arms started itching again and I was like fuck this maybe I'm just too old for deodorant <laughs> does anybody want to work Thursdays for me now like forever you just, gotta, you just gotta get new arms man yeah maybe maybe shave my armpit hair uh, I think there's like salt things I don't know how salt would stop it but I, there's there's I options know. but right now I'm going um, all natural <laughs> so have you tried just deodorant not the deodorant with the antiperspirant uh, I don't know what that is. So the antiperspirant <laughs> is the stuff that has the aluminum. That's the, the stuff that makes you not sweat. Okay. The deodorant just covers up the stink. I need that. Yeah. Probably do that. Yeah, you might want to look into that. <laughs> 
Well, thanks. Thanks for the help. Uh, my armpits don't itch today, but you guys might smell me because we're outside on uh, the patio. It's okay. I'm upwind. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, quick thing. I know Dave hasn't been on here for a while. Can we uh, pull back the curtain and tell people why you really haven't been on here? Why is that? Why is that? I don't know. This guy... Uh, so I found out he has AIDS. He's been with Magic Johnson. Years, years and years of uh, That's the treatment. Uh, yep. unprotected uh, butt sex with dudes. Finally this guy's been this guy. saying this for like three weeks. This joke is so old. I, I was laughing for a while. Now I'm getting angry. <laughs> we don't know if it's uh, Magic Johnson AIDS or Easy E AIDS. We'll find out soon. <laughs> I think they, I think they, got, a, they got an antiperspirant for that. They, oh, nice. Nice. That's the one I need. Yeah. <laughs> But your armpits will itch. So you either have the AIDS or you have the itch. Ooh. Oh, maybe that's what... Do you have crabs? Oh, <laughs> armpit crabs? Oh, I didn't even think about that. In my armpits? It could Give be. Give those a look. It could, yeah. I'm going to have to have, to have yeah, a real conversation. through them, like, you Ooh. know, for lice. Yeah. You know? <laughs> if anybody listening is a school nurse, uh, <laughs> willing to volunteer uh, Send us a couple email hours. at uh, doorguyspot at yahoo.com. <laughs> Use the advice. <laughs> So let's get into asking Cameron some questions about some comedy. Um, when did you get your start in the comedy? Uh, I, 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 August will be eight years for me. So, okay. I mean, I've been, you know, seven, seven plus. So I'm coming up on eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. nice. So, I don't know. Third, I'm in comedy third grade, I guess. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a good way. <laughs> what made you decide to try it? Uh, I, I was just bored and, uh, I had uh, some friends that had been posting pictures, you know, going to open mics mm-hmm. and I was like, well, if these fucking dudes can do it, <laughs> I can at least try. <laughs> I was wrong. It went, well. it went terrible. But <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of how everyone's first time seems to go like, I can fucking do this. And then, yeah. oh, maybe I can't. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's pretty much exactly how it went. Yeah. But yeah, man. And I think that's how uh, they sift out who's a real comic and not, is you went back for more pain after. Yeah. <laughs> right. you know? See, and other people just won't go back. Yeah. That's like, why that's it's, so, it's so addictive, right? Like, it's just like any, uh, it, well, maybe it's probably not, you know, like crack or whatever. But, I mean, <laughs> it's its own level. It's like a very small dose of crack. Like a, like lick. a, just a little lick. lick of crack. You know, like when cops will dip their finger in it and yeah. just, like, taste it to see if it's crack? Yeah. That's, the, that's what, how addictive comedy is. <laughs> Because, like, if you do it and you, and it goes poorly, right, you're like, well, I have to do that again because I, I can't. I, like, I, I'm going to figure this out. Uh, but if it goes great, then you're like, oh, I'm on top of the world. I can do anything. And then you go back because you're like, I'm just going to keep scoring. But then you don't. And then, but you can't end on a lot, you know, so you keep going back and back and back. Yeah. It's like gambling. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much what it is. Yeah. And all of entertainment as a whole is gambling. Like, you are going to be yeah, up, and then true. you are going to be very, very, very down, uh, and you pretty much are in control of none of it. So, <laughs> <laughs> You uh, do impressions. Uh, I think Craig Gass was the other person we had on here. I asked him the yep. same thing. Is that... Um, something that you have to learn and practice um, the impression that you do? Or can you just like, oh, I heard this voice. I, I want to do that. And you can just you can just talk like that. Y- yeah, I think uh, I think a lot of it was like a lot of the impressions I started out with was just like you like your favorite movies, or your favorite things like you quote lines and you start doing stuff, you know, uh, and then you just kind of have an, you pick up an ear for it. And then you, you know, you kind of get the hang of like listening. So then you 
I think once you like figure out figure out like the little things, then you start kind of clocking everybody around you at any point, you know. Kind of like those distinctive voices that you hear all the time, like Christopher Walken and stuff. Yeah. They have like little little yeah. things that you can the, pick out. That's you know? why that's why like those impressions are the most common because it's twofold. Like the first reason is because like they have a rhythm or a cadence or a way of speaking, you know. Um, and the other one is like once people start doing an impression, then it gets recycled over and over and over again. So like tons of people do an impression of you know, Christopher Walken because they've seen somebody do an impression of Christopher Walken. Gotcha. And so it just keeps coming down and down and down. So yeah. it's like the highest level Morgan Freeman then? Uh, no, he's really common now. Yeah. I think because, like, you would think because he just has, like, an iconic voice, but right. because he has an iconic voice, it's more it, mimicked. It's like more mimicked. You yeah, know? yeah. I like, get it. The, the toughest impression is probably like, Jake that works at the Gap or something, you know, like, <laughs> how did, you know, all the best impressions. Frank Caliendo is somewhere going. How do I figure out how to do Jake? <laughs> <laughs> well, with impressions, it doesn't matter what you say; it matters that you how you say it, that you get that voice down. So mm-hmm. you can take those same lines that you've heard fifty people do, and it's okay for you to do that because you're just trying to sound like that person. Where if you tried to, if you if there's people doing the same joke, then, you know, all hell would break loose. Well, yeah, yeah. that's what I was just going to ask uh, if it was, if you, as a person that doesn't, or a comic that does impressions, do you feel like you guys look down or like, oh, that's hacky that someone else is doing a Christopher Walken, like if they were doing the same joke or stealing jokes or something, you know? I mean, yeah, if you're stealing jokes, because, like, that's the thing, like, everybody, like, almost everybody that does impressions has, like, a Christopher Walken, but if you're right. saying the same thing as somebody else, then, gotcha. you know. Yeah, then I mean, that's how, and that's also kind of how you suss out somebody that's just, like, doing impressions just to, like, do them, versus, like, a comedian who's, like, trying to make a joke out of the the impression itself, you gotcha. know? Yeah, that makes so sense. I, yeah. And I, I mean, I would be... Like, I think that any impressionist understands that, like, you know, it's, uh, like, impressions are can be really tough, and, like, once you figure them out, it's whatever. So, like, I don't think anybody would look at, like, somebody doing Christopher Walken and be like, oh, it's hacky to do Christopher Walken, which is not impressed by it. You know what I mean? Right, it's like, right. right. You know, yes. it's, like, it's like somebody that plays basketball watching somebody do a layup. It's like, well, that's a layup. Yeah. yeah. Everybody, right. everybody does Everybody's a layup. supposed to do that. Yeah. Everybody yeah. does yeah. a layup, right? Yeah. I did one yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Jay Farrow comes in and does a 360 duck. <laughs> yeah. And we're like, oh, shit, okay. <laughs> so layups are, uh, layups are out, I guess. Yeah. The game's been upped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Jay Farrow was insane. Yeah, yeah, man, he's yeah. nuts. One of the craziest standing ovations I've ever seen. Yeah. Out here? Jay Farrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't yeah. think I was here for that, but you guys said that it was Yeah, awesome. it was insane. It was a good yeah. show. So he... Trailer Park Tammy would be second, maybe, in standing ovations when she was here <laughs> a few weeks ago. I, don't, she, I didn't get to see her. Did she do this? Did they give her standing o at the end? I think it just it went was, fucking just nuts. Loud. It yeah. was the loud. It was so like, loud. Uh, Those people weren't going to stand up. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of them a very good point. Now that you mentioned that, <laughs> raise their hands almost yeah. above their heart. <laughs> <laughs> they, they were doing their best. <laughs> But no, they were fucking loud. Yeah. It's like WrestleMania there. Oh, it was. And we were only at 200 people. Whoa. It's crazy. Man. Yeah. It was the loudest we had ever heard that room. And there were some servers, and before she even hit the fucking stage, 
and wow. and they just went it just got louder and louder and louder and there was some server that went back in the service station they were like my ears are ringing that's because they don't know how to cheer like normal people they're used to cheering at a monster truck rally yes <laughs> <laughs> they're bringing their Sunday best yeah and they did <laughs> Sunday Sunday <laughs> that exp- I never thought of it yeah that no, but, that is true yeah for sure. They definitely listen to their TVs on real high volume. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. They don't Probably talk watch to a lot of swamp things. Yelling at their kids, you know, around the trailer, you know, yeah. 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 across the park. Yeah, across the trailer park. Yeah. Like, got to get four trailers down. Yeah. I'm going to see trailers. You know. <laughs> <laughs> that makes a lot of sense because I've been comparing it to WrestleMania the entire time, and that's exactly, they yeah. came yeah. from WrestleMania to the trailer park Tammy yeah. show. Yeah. And yeah, they did. They loved it. Oh yeah, <laughs> and rightfully so. I mean, it was a it was an all right show. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you just, know, just all right from Vinny. You don't you don't expect highbrow comedy for the, for that crowd. Yeah. Oh. I, I wish he had. I wish he had just come in and sat down with a book. <laughs> <laughs> Completely opposite. Like a Dave Chappelle bird equanimity on him, you know? <laughs> Let me tell you about Iceberg Slim. Yeah. <laughs> we came here to see Trailer Park Tammy. I don't know what this is. I want my money back. Yeah. I can't read. <laughs> Trailer Park Tammy's got to be the voice of the, the, the proletariat. She's going to help everybody rise up and overthrow, you know, the 1%. <laughs> the voice of the people, okay? The leader. <laughs> TP Tammy. <laughs> you had a question you wanted to ask him? Yeah. He so- just used a big word, so I felt like it was a good time to yeah. do it. <laughs> So using those big words and learning those big words. So I want to know, uh, did you get a job at a college just so you can ogle the hot chicks? <laughs> uh, no, I got a job at a college because it was uh, like school seemed easy, like in terms of like it just has a normal progression, right? Like you go to school then you go to more school and you keep going to school and then you go to school and you keep and you teach it. It's like it's the Mr. Feeney thing, right? Like Mr. Feeney from Boy Meets World never. Right. Never, he just kept moving to different schools. Yeah. Uh, just, <laughs> just kept teaching, you never, and then you don't ever have to look for a real job, uh, and you always get summers off. So that was the biggest thing. The biggest thing, the reason I went into uh, teaching and stuff was just to not have to work in the summer, which is the best. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why anybody does anything else. Like you don't, you don't like, it doesn't pay like as much as if you were to have like a normal job. It's like, yeah, but I don't work all year. Like yeah. I, I get three months off, yeah, three, four work, months off. Yeah, I get 25% of the year off. Enjoy January for you, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I get all of Christmas break off. Yeah. <laughs> you know, whatever holiday you happen to want to have off. It doesn't matter, all right? Yeah. I didn't have to work for it, so. <laughs> no, but that's, that, you know, and so, you know, I had my kid when I was young. You guys know that? Yep. Uh, and so... It was really convenient for me to just uh, have a, a, a work schedule that was going to be the same as him. Uh. So that became my goal uh, was to like, okay, let me do this for a while. And then, it, and then you just kind of like, like any job, you kind of just roll into it and keep doing it. But it's nice because it has kept me flexible so that I can be doing comedy and, and all this stuff on the side, um, which is great. Yeah, and because uh, you and I were talking the other day because I had no idea you were, you know, you taught at at a college yeah. 
And uh, you were also saying that uh, you were uh, head of the speech team. Yeah, I coached <clears throat> the speech. So that's actually, to be more specific, that's actually what happened was I competed on the speech team ah. in college. Uh, and then I start, and then I got the, I got asked to coach the speech team and that paid for my graduate degree. Uh, oh, nice. and then I finished their graduate degree and they're like, do you want to coach here full time? So that's how I ended up getting it. So like, I never really had to, like, I didn't uh, apply or interview for jobs. It's kind of like kept rolling in a, in a <laughs> ladder of, you know, um, of, of just kind of stepping up. It was like going from dishwasher to Daisy, you know, like yeah. you, work, right, right, right. you know, you work your yeah. way up at the club because because you refuse to leave. Yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you stick around long enough, they'll they'll eventually make you in charge. Yeah, yeah, because you learn some things along the way. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, because you used to show up because you know you said it's been eight years. It seems to me like it's been longer since that you've been around, but. Yeah. But not because you were here and then you were gone for a while and yeah. then you would come back for a bit and then you'd be gone for a while. And I was like, you know, I was like, did he stop doing comedy? Because I've seen that a lot with, yeah. you know, local guys that they'll show up for an open mic and then they'll do a, uh, they'll open it a, a week or two and then they'll just be gone. Yeah. Or, you know, and then you'd come back and go, oh, OK, cool. Cameron is still doing it. And then you'd be gone for another eight to 10 months and then you pop yep. back in. I'm like, Oh, okay. Uh, what's going on? But then you explained it that, yeah, you know, I was you probably were... here, uh, <laughs> Thanksgiving break and uh, Christmas break. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> <in the summer>. <laughs> <laughs> and I never put those together. Yeah. And so, so I'm not coaching the speech team anymore, which is great. Doing that was like, it took my whole weekends, you know? So like every other weekend I would be on the road traveling with the speech team. Um, and then the weekends I wasn't, I was balancing a local show or I tried to get on a road for a show or whatever. And so it was like, you know, it was just a lot of a lot of um, juggling schedules and like it's just a lot of split responsibilities. Or I had my kid. It's a bunch of kid. Yeah. You know, I had my kid and then I would have a weekend on the road and then whatever. So and so I was just juggling a lot. And that's probably what has kept me away from here as much as I want to be and away from comedy as much as I want to be is just trying to juggle all the, all the things, you Yeah, know, trying to keep a lot of balls in the air. Yeah. Cause I noticed that with the pandemic and everything, I was like, Oh, Cameron's been around a lot. So then. Yeah. I, yeah. Cause <clears> there <throat> ain't nothing going on, you know, yeah. everything's on everything, you know, people have been online and stuff. And, and this past year, like I said, things changed for me. So, um, I'm in a spot now where I'm hoping to do a lot more comedy pre pandemic. I was ready to, I was hoping to be on the road. I, I was starting to do road feature weekends and stuff. Nice. Whole weekends. And, and so that was really good. And I was like, okay, I think I'm like, I can make a jump. Like I can switch. I can mm-hmm. transition and start doing a lot more. Um, and then, you know, full stop, put it on pause. And so now things are starting to pick up again and I'm feeling really good about it. Uh, but, you know, it is what it is. Are those feature dates starting to come back? I mean, things that you were going to uh, do? Uh, not not the ones I was going to do. Most of those are gone. But, you know, because that was, you know, it was also festivals and stuff like that. Right. That canceled and whatever. So dates and stuff are, co- are starting to come back on. And I've, I've got good opportunities. And the other thing is, is I do a lot of I do a lot of writing, too. And so I'm also, like, constantly applying to shows and sending in packets for different shows and stuff. And um, Like the host shows? 
Uh, no, like uh, to do show, to be like, a writer, like to write for okay. like write for them. Like, oh, gotcha. like, like the late night show, like tonight's show, and yeah. kind of like Mark Gross like does. Oh, I don't know. I don't uh, know. Mark Gross is a comic. He used to come around a lot. He's real good friends with Colleen, and uh, he lives out in L.A. And now he just writes for shows. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's Paul Mercurio too. Doesn't he write for a? Um, yeah, Paul Mercurio. Yeah. He does a lot of stand up too, but he does a lot of writing. But yeah. Paul also opens for the right. one of those late night shows. Yeah, I don't yeah, can't he, remember who it was. He's a, he's a warm up act for. Yeah, one of them. Yeah, maybe. Maybe tonight's show. I don't know. Maybe I don't remember. I can't remember. But yeah, so I'm like, Sorry, I'm, Paul. I'm, I'm also, I'm, I'm constantly doing that stuff uh, too, and so it's like, this year is hopefully going to be a good year for me to focus more energy on those things, and because uh, I want to do all things comedy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's, there's like this weird split between um, stand-ups and improvisers and sketch writers and internet and YouTube creators and TikTokers or whatever, you know, everybody that does all these different things and it feels like people are pocketed. Uh, but I'm, when I talked to Chris Red, who's on SNL now, yeah. I yeah. talked to him here. Yeah. yeah, He was great. And I came to see him because I had seen him in that movie. Uh, what was the movie? It was the <clears throat> Andy Samberg movie where it's like a, it's like a rap Movie. Oh, pop star. Uh, <clears throat> okay, star. Yeah. pop star. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I saw pop star, and I saw Chris Red and pop star, and I was like, "Yo, that dude is great. Like, who is he? What is it? What, what is he? Like, I've never seen him before." Yeah, and he then was headlining here, just traveling basically off of pop star, and this was before he was on SNL. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I talked to him, and he's like, "He's like, yeah, man." I was like, "You're a great stand up." He's like, "Yeah." He's like, "I do stand up." He's like, "I've done improv." He's like, "I write sketches." He's like, "You got to do everything." He's like, "If mm-hmm. you want to do it." Do everything. Why would you, if you can, why not? He's like, ultimately, all the paths lead to the same place. You know what I mean? Like, a stand-up is going to end, you know, it, they want to they land a sitcom because that's how you make a career. Right. Or you end up in a movie. Or you, you know, and you do a special and you do a whatever. But, like, the highest echelon of a stand-up is the same as the highest echelon as an improviser or of a right. sketch writer. Like, sure. they all want to, you know... Get write to write a great yeah. comedy, you know. Yeah. Everybody wants to be Eddie Murphy, right? Right. right. And Eddie Murphy did all of it, mm-hmm. right. you know. And so everybody else wants to, you know. And, and so it's, I feel like you're missing if you're not trying to do all the stuff. So I try to do all the stuff, and I'm still, but it it slows your rate of learning, I think, because you're trying to do a lot. Well, you spread yourself thin, then you yeah. you know you become you know proficient in everything, but master of nothing. Master of none. But right? there's nothing wrong with that because some guys can't do those things. I mean, there's some guys that like they can write their stuff and they can, you know, do the stand up part, but they can't do the improv. They can't do yeah. the sketch. They, their, their brains just don't work that way. So to be able to do that, I mean, it's only going to help you get in somewhere. And as we said before, you, once you get your foot in, then you just stick around long enough and you'll work, work your way to the top. Yeah. I wanted to do, <laughs> and, and, and I know like, <laughs> because standups are so uh, on their high horse, they, they love to talk shit about improvisers and stuff. Because look, <laughs> bad improv, this is true. Bad, improv yeah. bad improv is bad improv. Yeah. Right. But it's no worse than bad standup. No. Okay? Right. And so no, for, that's true. For yeah. anybody, Shitty open mics. The only difference is, is that improvisers aren't alone. Like, they have friends. You know? <laughs> but originally, I wanted to do improv. But, you, you know, they wanted to take classes, and you got to commit to the regular schedule and all this stuff. And, you know, improv is more on the surface pay-to-play. Where like stand up is also pay to play. You know, you got drink minimums or you got to go to the bar and, you know, it, everything it had, takes a toll, but it just right. felt whatever. So 
uh, but I couldn't, I couldn't afford the time to dedicate to improv in like a group. I didn't want to let people down. Like, oh, guys, I can't make it this time. I got my kid or I got work or whatever. So I was like, well, let me try stand up because I, 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 the only person I owe anything to is myself, you mm-hmm. know? So my schedule could be flexible. I think like a lot of stand ups, you start your first year, like you do your first couple open mics and then after, and then you like kind of, you're really spotty. You could be really spotty about it for like a year. Mm-hmm. And then you start picking up once you're like, okay, I actually do think I like this. And you kind of commit to it and you do it like all the time, you know, you can just go slow at first to you, you make sure go you're slow first good, and, figure it out, yeah, yeah, learn yeah. the ropes, that type of stuff. Um, and, and some people just hit it and they hit the ground running and they never stop. And they yeah. go, and those people are further ahead than the rest of us. But, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I, but I would say like, I, I really turned to stand up as like a, as a fallback because I couldn't make improv work. And so now I think I like stand up a lot more. I just, it's just, I like being in control of it. Mm-hmm. I like the, I like the historic nature of like, it's just you and a mic. Yep, and that's right. what it's been for forever. Right. It hasn't, yeah. And as everything else changes, right? Like there's, you know, all the TikTok and YouTube and Vine and, you know, all the different medium, the social medium change, like, stand-up is oh it's the same it's yeah. just it's a yeah. stool and a mic and a person and you could do it here on the patio you could do it on a stage at a club you could do it at an arena and it doesn't matter it's the same and colleen calls it the last bastion of free speech yeah and, yeah, and it, it is, is. that it's too true it is that too and 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 i also think it's self-policing in the way that like it's so immediate you know and, yep, and, right. you know everybody every comic loves the immediacy of the judgment that comes with it like it's not you know, I mean, you know right away if you suck. Yeah. You got to figure it out. And there's right. nowhere else that you know that. You no. know, nowhere else you know that. And people can't lie. You know, you can't, you're not going to fake laugh your way through an hour show. Right. It's, it's not going to happen. <laughs> no. <laughs> How nice a Midwestern you are. No. Well, <laughs> and you can down. tell pity laughs when, when they're just laughing to laugh like the ha, 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 ha. Like, I feel bad for this one. I'm, I'm going to give a little laugh. But yeah, yeah. It, it does, it's for an hour? You can't do that for an hour. Yeah. No. But I do, I appreciate, but I, I appreciate all the different kinds of, uh, of comedy because I think it's all, I think it's all tough. You know what I mean? And like everything has its own rules. Like, uh, there are like, um, like, you know, YouTube stars or TikTok people and stuff like that, that like are trying to get on stage and you're like, you know, and standups like, oh, those aren't true comics and all this. And like, correct. They're not true standup comedians, mm-hmm. but they made a million dollars last week from their fucking yes. living room. Right. You know what I mean? So right. Like, right. And they're, they will talk to more people than you literally will ever perform in front of in your life. Mm-hmm. There, and if it's money for them, then it's money for them. For other people, it's the art. But there are people, I think, that are doing those kinds of things that, like, still respect uh, the, the, the craft of stand-up. Like, King Batch, for example, is a huge um, internet dude, millions and millions of followers and all this stuff. And he could sell out any club he wanted to in minutes. He could sell them out anytime. But I heard him talking about he was uh, – he, he – started traveling with Joe Coy. He, oh. wanted, he wanted to travel under Joe Coy. He's like, Joe Coy is a better stand-up to me. Yeah. I'm not a good stand-up, but I am going to be doing stand-up and I am going to be selling clubs out because I have to make money, but I don't want to just like get my way in and then throw it, you know, because every once in a while you see people do that mm-hmm. and there's not a lot of respect for those people. You know what I mean? Because, you know, they show up once, their in-person show kind of sucks, you know, yeah. 
and then the people don't come back, but it doesn't matter because they're gonna make their money online. Absolutely, we've, we've seen those. You oh, see yeah. them? They're gonna make their money all the time. Yes. They're gonna make their money and they're gonna go. But I do. I want to be somebody that if okay, if I'm doing something, uh, you know, if I'm doing an internet video and people like it, I want to be able to be on stage and do something. Right. You have to respect the different pockets for what they are separately. And, and try to do them all. And I just like it all. You know, I like it all. I want to do it all. And so I think it's just fun. And that's why I keep doing all this stuff, man. You know? Well, you're real You're real good at doing it, man. You're, yeah, you're yeah, 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 absolutely. That. We were sure. talking about uh, before you came here and just listening to you talk right now had a light bulb come on for me as I said to these guys, do you think it's disrespectful? Because when I see you, if I say this, uh, when I see you host, you have a very TV vibe host to you. Like you're... Yeah total host and and hearing you talk right now i'm like oh you're playing the host role is because you said you're so you're trying yeah. to be so versatile that you're actually all in on being a host where some guys probably aren't as good because they're not all in at doing that and billy said and billy was talking about uh what'd you say billy about just being like it's not disrespectful because you're versatile you can do every you can do a little bit of every a corporate show this you yeah. know mm things like that um i mean basically you touched on it is there's there's different end games to the height that you get so like if i'm going to compare say our locals to big names so like i look at ty walsh and he's someone who wants to be amazing on stage period he wants to be able to write and do well constantly and then there's you who like obviously do improv you make videos you do this you do that you do the other thing you you more so fill a role so like so there's like David tells of the world. Like David yeah. tell is yeah, a yeah, yeah, master yeah. of standup comedy. He's yep. not going to do the tonight show, but right. then you've got Jay Leno who's a standup comedian and he pivoted and now he's got an incredible career. So like yeah. there's always a different end game to standup comedy, but that's also like always a base yeah. for somebody. It, so that, you, you basically touched on it, but that's, that's kind of the point that I had is like watching you versus Ty Walsh. It's like, you're more on like Leno side of thing, and Walsh is more pure stage comedy. Yeah, I think type that's of the vibe or the aura that you give off. Is you, you, I could see you on. You're a TV guy when you do those videos that that I've seen uh, mm-hmm. on Facebook or social media yeah. about Omaha or stuff. They're they're funny, but also like you, you are, are a TV. You're made to be on videos. Is is basically what I'm Tell saying. Somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Tell somebody. <laughs> you're saying we're talking to the wrong people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I I appreciate that though and you know i mean i also think like it's also because i get bored right like i love stand-up and, th- and i'll go like a couple months at a time I'm, like, I'm gonna write and write and write and i just want to like i'm gonna watch a stand-up special a day and i'm gonna write and i'm gonna get on stage you know multiple times every week and as much as i can you know and then there are other times i'm like okay i want to i'm gonna read a book about writing movies and like try to write a movie or, mm-hmm. or you know write a screenplay and stuff and attend some workshops or whatever but, like, it's because I get bored, and so I want to, like, ideally for me, Chris Rock said it best. He's like, my career is the best. He's like, because I can, uh, he's like, if I want to do a movie, I do a movie. If I want to do a stand-up special, I wait until my special is special, and I make a good special that, like, I'm proud of. Mm-hmm. He's like, if I do a TV show, I do a TV show. If I want to write a book, I write a book. He's like, fuck it. Like, and so I love that mentality of, like, you could do whatever you want to do when you want to do it. And I think that's, like, the ideal career for anybody in entertainment is you have the option to, like, do whatever you feel like and you have the support and the money to to make it happen, you know? Like, I don't 
care about um, like having a lot of like my goal is not to be rich. You know, my goal is not to my goal, despite having what I said earlier, uh, my goal is not to be Eddie Murphy. Like, I don't want to be Eddie Murphy in the sense of famous. I just want to be able to make whatever pops into my head at the best quality I can make it and share it with as many people as I can. So when you want to, when I want to, yeah, you Mm -hmm. know, and so uh, to me, it's like learning all of those things along the way. And so I'm I'm trying to get better at, at all this stuff. At the same time, and you're right. I just I, I spread myself thin, and there are people that go all in on something, and they become the fucking best at it. Yeah, you know, they do the fucking best at it. And I don't know that I'll, um, I don't know that I'll stand the chance to get to that point. But I just want to be able to do what I want. Mm-hmm. And and so whether or not it's the best of that thing that's ever happened doesn't matter as long as it was what I wanted to do. Right. And if as long was, as you're happy with it, as long as I'm happy with it and I'm doing what I got to do and I don't ever have to do shit. I don't want to do. Mm-hmm. I feel I'm like cool. good art comes out of that too, because you're doing what you want to do. You yeah. know? Right. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like just, just like you were saying, someone who puts it all into something, good art can come out of that. Great art can come out of what you're doing because you're just doing what you want to do. You do what you want. So it's stuff you that you love, do. stuff that you think's funny, you know, and, mm-hmm. and that's, that's awesome. That's a great attitude to have. I feel like. Well, and sometimes, you know, you just got to do stuff just for you. You know, yeah. there's, there's some comics that are up there, you know, and I think Tom Wilson, one comes to mind, he does a joke up there and he, he's, when he's playing his guitar and he go he does the thing and he goes, some of them are for you. Some are just for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, you know, and then he laughs, you know, cause he's like, I don't care if you like it. I like that when I'm doing it. That's the best. Right? That's the best. That's what it all should be. It should be stuff that you like and that you want to. You know, do you want to make shit that makes you laugh or giggle or stuff that you know your your closest friends are going to be mad at you for doing on stage? Right, <laughs> that's the best. That's the best. Stuff but this do. does not mean Nick Allen. You can keep doing the broken wing segment. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's be clear. <laughs> Jimmy did it. Colleen got really mad because I let it go almost. He's the done a couple song. times. Oh yeah. <laughs> Colleen yeah. came back and told me to cut the music. I'm not doing it. <laughs> let him finish it. Last time I had a conversation with him about broken wings uh he said he's learning a new song because she said he can't do it here anymore so he's like i'm just gonna do a different song (laughs) he can get away with that once (laughs) try it out man yeah but he's gonna pull that out the right special time because he he does that in like a half full room i I think he needs to wait till he gets a full room yeah and it's not going well and then let's break that out it has to be the the perfect timing otherwise he does it with headphones though yeah he puts earbuds in so no one can hear the music it's just him and it's just him up there awkwardly singing to a quiet room of of half people laughing, half people looking at him going, what the fuck am I watching? Last <laughs> <laughs> time he had me do it, he had me play the music over the speaker. Oh, really? Yeah, because oh, I, I think it was like first show. It did not go well. And he's like, you know what? Fuck this. I want to do it. Oh, so he changed that up. He must not have had his headphones with him or something. He put his headphones in for sure. Oh, really? He just like closed his eyes and just did it. Like, <laughs> The whole time. <laughs> okay, now that's almost better. <laughs> I've not I was seen having him a do ball. it here, but I've seen him do it at an open mic. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone at the open mic was not very happy. <laughs> <laughs> he got off and was like, I don't think anyone la- laughed. I was like, I did. <laughs> it was really because I just kept looking back into the room because it was at uh, Barley Street. So I was on the bar, like yeah. looking back in there and just looking at everyone and be like, what? <laughs> I was like, that was awesome. Thanks for doing that. That's pretty much how all of Barley Street went for everything almost all the time. <laughs> Barley, man. Yeah. Uh, what do, oh, um, do you have any uh, crazy story, crazy open mic stories or crazy stories from any shows? Yeah. Uh, we like to talk here 
about throwing people out every once in a while. I think we have one from maybe last Friday. Some lady hit her head on the table or something. Oh, she shit. got oh. up and uh, Andres, you were the one wasn't here for that. I wasn't really here for it either. Um, it's a group of four girls and they were being loud and obnoxious and uh, we finally decided to leave. And when one of the girls stood up, she fucking, I wasn't in there, but I heard about it. Like she face planted and knocked over the table, like broke some glass. At like 125. So like, yeah, like right, right, right in the front of the stage. Yeah. Her friends were carrying her out. And the funny thing is like the other girl was like, it's their fault. Like, I really know why we're getting kicked out. I'm like, you just carried your fucking friend out. <laughs> that's always uh, Yeah, that's it right there. She's drunk as shit. You guys are being obnoxious. I think you guys text me or someone text me that she had to be carried out. And I was like, who carried her out? And they were like, her friends. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Perfect. You didn't throw her in a fireman carry and carry her drunk ass out? No. <laughs> Last night, I'm standing here at the, I'm standing here at the door. I'm watching the show. I think Austin's on stage. Uh, and this girl walked out and she, she was, she was walking out. She passes me. She puts her hand on my shoulder and she leans in. I, she just smells very alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> we know the smell. She, 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 very well. she is, she is, ha- she had a whole bucket of, of, <laughs> of probably vodka. Like she was, <laughs> she leans into me. She goes, you're so funny. <laughs> and I was like, thanks. And I like gently <laughs> pushed her Corona off of me. <laughs> and she, she goes into the bathroom. And then she starts coming back, and you know, there's a little diamond in the door, the little diamond window in the door. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I see her, and she's she's stumbling back through, and uh, and then like I blinked or like glanced away for a second, and then I looked back, and she was gone. <laughs> like, it, but it was very fast. Like she was like walking through. I saw her, like she, she vanished. Like, yeah. <laughs> like she ghost vanished. You know. <laughs> and then I opened the door, and she had. Fully ass fallen down. No. <laughs> like a full family guy fall. It was so, it happened so fast. And she was all the way on the ground, like forearms on the tile. And I just, I thought like, it was so fast. I thought she was tricking me. Like I thought like, she was like, she was I'm going to get him. Yeah. Like, 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 with you. like a kid's there. Open the door and I was like, are you? She's like, yeah, I'm good. Just, you know. Oh, you are so funny. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. All right, well, you want to lay here a while? I'll get you a blanket or something. Like, yeah. Was she wearing like high heels or some crazy ass shoes? Because I've seen them do that with high crazy ass shoes or drunk or together. It's even more hilarious. I've yeah, dude, do it in I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. But whatever, I'm sure the <laughs> shoe, if they were high heels, they flipped off and they got stuck in the ceiling like a pencil, you know? Like she, <laughs> she had to have hit that ground hard, man, okay? Has anybody checked? Are they still up there? <laughs> I, 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 I looked up there. <laughs> but I do want to say, a story that I always remember is early on when I started doing stand-up, there used to be an open mic in downtown Omaha at Styles Pub. Um, and I was there one night and this is probably, this was like the, the, like the saddest, loneliest open mic I'd ever been to. <laughs> and I was there and there, and at this mic. That's real it, sad, by the way. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I mean, it was the saddest open mic. Like what, what is the helliest hell? Like, I don't know. How do you get? So I'm at this mic and I, my friend had, this is a, at the, at a point when friends would still come watch me do comedy. Um, and so my friend had come to the open mic with me and he was the only person there that wasn't uh, like there for the mic. The other person there was Dusty Stell who was hosting the mic. Mm-hmm. And there was like another comic that was there like with him. The, the bar 
the bartender, and then the headliner from the Funny Bone, whose name I cannot remember, had come over uh, after after the Thursday show. Come mm-hmm. over to the mic. There was this gross leather couch. You know the leather couch that's in all those videos you watch in incognito mode? <laughs> yep. That couch. Oh, that at, couch. That couch. Yeah, yeah. That couch was at, this, was at this bar, and the headliner is passed out on that couch. He is high or drunk or both, um, and he's passed out on that. Uh, my friend is four feet in front of me at this open mic, and I'm trying to tell my jokes. And Dusty and uh, the bartender are at the back on this... Um, it was one of the claw machines, but it, you know, had like dildos and sex toys. Dusty's trying to twist sex And I'm performing my jokes, right? And this is how, this is, this is why, like, comedy, you really have to be committed if you're going to stick to it. Because I got done with my set. Dusty didn't even come back up. Okay, I just finished. I and just you just They're like, I guess it's over. My friend is clapping. He's like, he's, this, 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 he's like, this is great. He's like, this is amazing. The, the headliner is writhing on the leather couch, just rolling in people's spunk or whatever. Like, and this is like, you want the approval of anybody you think is higher than you in in comedy. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, if you're you're performing for a head, you want the head, you are hosting. You want the headliner to watch you and like think you're good. Or yep. whatever. And at that time, that person for me was Dusty Stell. <laughs> so I go over to him at the sex toy machine. <laughs> hey, Dusty, man, I just really appreciate you, you know, letting me do the comedy open mic. And, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm a new comic. I'm starting to get, yeah, 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 man, that's cool, that's cool, that's cool. Get the, get the fucking dildo in <laughs> And my friend is watching me like, pander to Dusty and like, just want his approval. And he's like, you lowly piece of shit. <laughs> this is pathetic. I was like, you know, we're going to put this in a book one day and we're going to look back and like, this is where we started. <laughs> but, but I feel like every comic has like a, like just a sad point at the beginning. It's like, there's no point of pride. Everybody's like, oh yeah, you know, I opened for Dave Attell and they want to tell you all the best things. Yeah. But right. the truth is, is that most of comedy is like Styles Pub, and you just like <laughs> just holding on and hoping that one day you know you'll be anywhere mm-hmm. other than there. Uh, <laughs> like if you're still there in a month, you yeah. need to do some different shit. Yeah, give them five years. Like if they get out of there in five He's years, good st- for them. Styles for five years. Look, man, it's hard. Okay, there's got to be something else other than styles. Trying to make it in entertainment out of Nebraska. Okay, <laughs> they're gonna be like, well, I mean, you know, you got styles. So, yeah. <laughs> damn. Yeah, it really doesn't matter how long you've been doing it. Like Pat last night, the second crowd was awful, mm-hmm. and he was just about done with his set, and he's like. I haven't eaten shit in a long time, but you know what? I'm eating shit right now, so fuck it. And like, just like really? started telling random jokes. Yeah, he's yeah. like, this is fucking weird. I'm just going to address it. I'm eating shit right him. now. He took out a spoon and just dove in. He really went for it. And he was unfazed by the time he got off. Yeah. And that's how you know he's been doing it a while. Because, yeah. you know, when you when the, when it's weird and the you know and it's just the vibe is off and the jokes aren't hitting or whatever and you feel like you're eating shit, you know, newer comics will be like, oh, you know, they'll get off stage and they'll... Like they had a bad set and they're like blaming the crowd and they're talking, you know, right. it, you know, it's so hard and they pout, this crowd. they pout and they get drunk or whatever. But like yep. a, a good comic will be like, well, sucks to suck. Like I guess, yeah. you know, He's I'll like, be somewhere else next week. You know, uh-huh. yeah, he was just like, yeah, I'm eating shit right now. Yeah. All right, let's keep going. I got that check. You know, how was the first show? 
First show was good. Yeah. yeah. So he even said good. he was like, so I did last night. That was great. I did the last show. And now there's you guys. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He made it obvious. He's yeah. like, fucking, I don't know, man. Yeah. We're just yeah. rolling with it, though. I'm eating yeah. shit and it's cool. <laughs> oh, and that's the thing about comedy is, I mean, someone that's touring got that set. Yeah. He had three killer shows and then you get just the wrong combination of people in here yeah. and then mm-hmm. it's bad. And then, yeah, the, the, the open guys, they're like, when that happens to them, they're like, Oh, it's this crowd. Well, yes, to an extent. Right. But when you're, you know, starting out, you got to figure out, is it the crowd? Is it me? But someone like him, again, he had three killer shows. So he knows that material works. It's mm-hmm. not like he has to go write a whole new 45. Yeah. He just, you know, was that combination that happened? That's why stand-up's the best, though. You know, because, like, it is immediate. It is different. It is, you know. It's different every time. It's yeah. different every, every time. time. You can control some things, and you know some things work. But, like, then it can all just go out of the window. He didn't, you know, the, the, it, the way he started the set wasn't different. Yeah. It wasn't yeah, different right. than, than, the, than the two shows before we crushed, you know. Uh, but it just, you know, you just never know. And that's, that's what's so cool about it. And it's so immediate. And people are right in front of you. So you got to love stand-up. Yeah. Do you guys like stand up? (laughs) (laughs) A little bit. I can't stand it. (laughs) (laughs) We were talking, Cameron, uh, me and you, and Colleen the other night about Russell Peters, about. And yeah, this is being professionals. He came here. He's used to doing freaking arenas, arenas all over the world. Yes, he performed here in front of seventy-one people. Wow! And and it was like it was his birthday. He was the happiest, nicest guy. He didn't give a oh, shit. Yeah. yeah, and just a professional on stage, off stage, being nice to everyone. Just a a real joy to have here. And I was telling Scott, who was doing sound that night, I was like, you realize, like, this is something like your this is no one's ever going to experience this except for like this this. 80 people that are here. Right. It's like, he yeah. doesn't do rooms and he's not going to do this again. Like, I'd be surprised if he came back right. here. Right. You know, and, it, and to me, it's unfortunate if you're listening out there and you didn't go to that fucking show because you missed out, but it, yeah, was, rub it, in. it was pretty awesome. Yeah. But again, I feel so, I'm so pissed. I don't think, I, I think I had like my kid's game or I had something. Yeah. Right. I yeah. had some, I did too. That's some stupid family obligation. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Sucks when it gets in the way, doesn't it? Right. <laughs> I'll see my kid again. Yeah. Right. You yeah. Know? <laughs> He'll be there tomorrow. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, you're graduating? Great. (laughs) Russell Peters is at the funny boat. I don't think you understand. He won't be back. Go to a funeral like every year. Like it's fine. More people will die. I'll Russell Peters later. is only here tonight. Yeah, we should have made different calls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hindsight's always twenty. He's like, damn, yes, I could. Could have got divorced. I could have got a new wife. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get another Russell well, Peters. Yeah, I mean, that shit ain't happening again. <laughs> But yeah, he was a professional. That's awesome. Um, As far as questions, uh, Andres, do you have any questions? (sighs) What's your sign? (laughs) <laughs> what's your sign? I don't, I, I don't what's know. my sign? Yeah, what's your sign? I'm a cancer. Okay. And right. we don't get enough attention. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. You opened the worms, Andres. Nobody cares. Nobody cares about cancer. And I think maybe they're just uncomfortable saying it. Like, yeah. maybe we need I mean, that is, yeah, maybe yeah. We need about to change the word. Well, because you, you, know? you could either say he has cancer or he is a cancer. He and that's a cancer. One, word, one letter difference. I think we need a whole sign. different thing. 
sign cancer awareness or cancer <laughs> sign awareness. I don't know what you're talking about. Are you talking about the disease? Are you talking about the astrology? It's just not, it's not like everybody, you know, oh, it's Gemini season or oh, Virgos are out. Never well, you know that? No. It's a Capricorn. No, oh, cancer? Cancer season. Oh, cancer season. Okay, well, nobody uh, wants to get that. Nobody wants to talk about it. Nobody wants to, we're just, we're just nothing. Tom Hanks is a cancer. All right? <laughs> Wasn't that in some movie? I don't know. What? <laughs> I mean, he had cancer in some movie, right? No, I think that it was AIDS. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, The last question I have, I don't think uh, we've asked this in a few weeks, is the weirdest place you've taken a poop? Ooh, oh, the yeah. weirdest place <clears throat> I've taken a poop. Uh... Okay, one time when I was like 12 years old, I was fishing. All right, I went, I went, I went on a, I went on a fishing trip. Uh, I it was in like Minnesota or something, and this was the 90s, so shorts were real baggy. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. everyone's yeah. shorts yeah. were real wide, yeah. and they went down to like your practically leg. pants. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I didn't shit my pants. Okay. But I shit out of my pants. <laughs> <laughs> so just down the leg so hole. Just, it just kind of. Like I was fishing and like, I think, I think I, I went fishing with my grandfather and he had like left me on the dock and he's like, don't leave this dock. And I was like, <laughs> and I should have asked the first question should have been, well, what if I have to shit? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I'm standing there. I'm like, oh God, I can't go in. I was like, just trying as hard as my, you know, little butt could hold it. And it just couldn't. And then it just, it just out of my I don't know. I don't know how. I don't, my Did boxers it touch your must have been skin loose. or anything. It just yeah. Went, I it, think it dribbled oh, okay, down like okay. my. I thought it went clean through. <laughs> yeah, the hole. Like, it went clean through the hole, but then like on the right onto down. my ankle. Oh. You know, like caught. You know, because shoes were kind of chunky. Right there. You know, shit, and they just kind of caught a little on the caught a little on the shoe there. I had to <laughs> dip my foot in the, in the lake, lake. Yeah. and just rinse it. <laughs> so I guess, yeah. Uh, pretty, that is out of great. my pants? Is that, <laughs> is that a, that's a new one? Out my my answer was my pants at a golf course one time. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. I had to throw the underwear away. What, were you like mid-tournament? Or? Uh, no. <laughs> Thank God it wasn't a tournament. You just couldn't <laughs> leave the green? Or? Uh, it was after a drive. I think I might have Try to hit it too hard, which my stepdad, <laughs> my stepdad always tells me, us young guys, we do that. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it was almost uh, like a shart, but there was a lot more than a shart. So the underwear had to go in one of those green trash cans that mm. you can see through. Yeah. <laughs> and I continued to play and uh, played pretty well the rest of the time. It was freeing. Yeah, we felt good. Like, you feel so bad, and then she's like, "Oh God, do you want to do that?" I feel fine now. Yeah, <laughs> good. <laughs> Before yeah. that, I was all sweaty. <laughs> it was free. I was free. It was great. Those, those drives went an extra 20 yards. They did. That's a lot lighter. <laughs> Do you remember what your first paid gig was? Uh, yeah, my first paid gig was, um, it was at a, a, a sports bar in Lincoln. Um, and it was like in the basement of the sports bar and there were sports going on upstairs and it was like before a dueling piano show. Okay. So nobody anywhere was there to see comedy. Uh, <laughs> there was stomping upstairs and cheering for sports upstairs. And there were like maybe 10 people in front of me. And somebody, when I had probably 10 minutes, was like, come do an hour. 
<laughs> so I remember I had written the hour down, and on the drive to Lincoln, I, w- I had like everything memorized, you know. Yeah. And I was, yeah. like, I was, ti- I timed it on the drive. I was like, this is perfect. Like, if it'll take me one drive from Omaha to Lincoln to get through this material, it'll be great. Um, I finished that material in probably 15 minutes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I think I made 50 bucks. And I was like, now I'm a comedian. Now I'm doing it. You know? <laughs> That's awesome. That is awesome. Well, should uh, we do the Cheetos challenge here? I know you gotta I got to get out of here in a little bit. I oh, got another quick question oh, for me. I'm yeah. sorry. <coughs> no. Should have gone around the room. I That's just, all right. You stopped I did me, only asshole. Ask, <laughs> I did only ask on yes, Andres and Billy. Questions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, one of your bits that you do up on stage, I love, is about comparing your skin color to Disney princesses. Yeah. And, yeah. and I, I love that bit. It's hilarious. So do you get, uh, d- so are those questions stemmed from reality or did you come up with those? I mean, have you received a lot of, you know, hate or scrutiny because of your skin color or, I mean, wh- where did that bit come from? Yeah. 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 <clears throat> uh, definitely. I mean, uh, definitely a lot of, <sighs> I mean, racism is racism, right? And so right. Like, I have experience. Sure. like, I didn't start coming out to Village Point until uh, the Funny Bone. You know, like, I came out here, like, when it first opened. Mm-hmm. And I just remember I came out with my friends, and I had, like, a terrible experience. Like, it was me and, like, maybe two or three of my fellow fellow brown folks, yeah. right? <laughs> and uh, and we got followed around by the security guards. And, they and like, I think I bought something that I couldn't afford. I wrote a check at DSW. For, for a pair of shoes just to like prove to the security guard that like, I, I don't know, I just had this like, like I right. needed to prove that I deserved to be. Yeah. So I was always really uncom- uncomfortable with it, but uh, definitely a lot of, a lot of questions about like being brown and stuff. And um, you know, it's, it's all, it's all to scale, right? Like I think I, I'll always think that as far as racism goes, black people will have it the worst. Right. Uh, but brown people experience racism in all of their own unique ways too. And one of the ways is that, uh, so often people don't know how to be racist at you. You know what I mean? <laughs> like they don't know. <laughs> I want to. I want to say something to him because he's brown, but I don't know what the fuck to yeah, call yeah, it. I have like, to be right know? about my insult. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what they want to make like a like a taco joke or a, or a rice joke or a, <laughs> yeah or a get out of my country joke. Like they don't know. And depending on in which way I'm, I like I have my facial hair. That makes a big difference too. Oh, you know, because yeah. like if I have oh, a beard, no if I have a beard, like I'm not. I like I'm getting stopped at the airport. Right. Uh, but it, but if I oh. have but if I have a mustache, right, uh, somebody's going to try to get me to mow their lawn. Like, yeah. It just depends. Yeah. <laughs> it depends on what. So, yeah, man, like I, I think and and I'm sure Andres could probably speak oh, to yeah. tons of different. Oh, oh, this is hitting too. home right now. Yeah. 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 And so and so it always just depends. Uh, but yeah, man, like uh, and it, and it's everywhere, but definitely here. And, and I think that. Um, when you, t- when I talk to like other, other Brown people, they like, they're like, oh yeah, like that is, that is for me. You know, like yeah. when, when, uh, when white people leave the show, they're like, oh, that was, that was funny. That was, you know, that was funny. But when Brown people leave the show, they're like, you spoke to my soul. Yeah. Like, I know exactly. <laughs> you hit the nail right on the fucking head. I was doing a, I was doing a show in Missouri and the headliner or the, the host was, uh, 
uh, a Mexican guy, mm-hmm. and and I featured. And then afterwards, this dude, this white guy comes up, and he had like the best intentions, but he comes up after the show, <laughs> and he goes, and, he, and he's drunk, and he goes, he's like, hey man, you you know you guys, you're you're talking about like he's talking about you you guys are Mexican or whatever. He, I just want, I don't see that man, you know, like you guys. <laughs> You guys don't gotta be so hard on yourselves. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> well, well, thanks. Yes. How do I respond? To say? Yeah, like no, you guys are. You know, you're like people. You know, <laughs> you're, you're, you're kind of like us, just a little look a little different. <laughs> yeah. So those stories go on and on and on and on. And so that bit and the, and the little bits I have are just like an amalgamation and abbreviation of all the different stuff that, that yeah. I've experienced, you know? Yeah. Cause hearing that stuff, you know, and laughing at it, cause that's what we're supposed yeah, to do. Yeah, absolutely. But, but, but you know, I've, I've heard it several times and just hearing the, the thing, the questions, you know, that yeah. you use on stage, the question you get, I'm just like, you know, I, I know he's gotten those types of questions yeah. over and over again. And you know, some of that, if it's not exactly, but enough of those to where that came from there. And you know, it's just such a great bit cause it's funny it's it, it it should and it will make you think and you know and the way you end that off is you know the closing on that is just you know perfect thanks man because it yeah. should I, make people go oh my goal <laughs> is to sneak uh, a little lesson in for the the patrons of this particular club you yeah because I mean? we got right. a lot of west Omaha folks. Oh, absolutely oh, for and sure, so yeah. like and so my goal is that they don't, they're like, oh, we're not supposed to, okay, we're not, we're, we will laugh, but yeah. like, I will, I will make sure not to do that I'm again. I'm not supposed and to figure out which. that's different than me coming up and just being like, white people suck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's all those speech classes. Yeah. All, that, all that teaching yeah. of speech. Yeah. You learn how to weave it in and out. I'm not coming right at you, but I'll get you yeah. coming Sometimes and going. Sometimes indirect is the most yeah. direct. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, my yeah. stepdaughter loves that bit just because you mentioned Disney princesses. Yeah, heck yeah. She was up here one night uh, mm-hmm. just to see Vinny do the sound, and uh, she she's been during in the club during the day, and so we brought her up a Thursday night just to see the beginning of the show, and she got to watch your set because. It's it's a pretty clean set, but yeah. it's good. I mean, she lives at my house too, so. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, she Your loved that. Was cleaner than the house. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Where she comes from, it's a clean set. Yes, yes, <laughs> it was good. But she she enjoyed that, man. Oh, yeah, she was awesome. in awe. Colleen brought her some French fries from the back and was like, "Here, these are for you." And she just sat there, mouth agape, watching you. Awesome. Just. just and and I went over I went over to Davis's wife. I was like, she knows what's for her, right? And she goes, Yeah, but she's just so enthralled right now. She doesn't even care about the French fries yeah, and the soda. Colleen just brought it. One, cool. one day when she's a more famous comedian than me, <laughs> and she says, You know, I got my start watching this guy. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I want all the credit. That's we'll, awesome. we'll, we'll keep you we'll keep your name in, in, in yeah. the book for her. As long as she knows to write the name in the book, that's yep. fine. That's right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, let's uh, shove some Cheetos in your mouth. Yeah. So what are the the Cheeto rules? So the rules are uh, we're trying to fit as many in your mouth as you can. They (laughs) cannot break. Uh, They can be halfway in your mouth, and it still counts. Okay. And uh, that's kind of a judgment call by us. (laughs) If it does break, just take it back out and... Yeah, if it breaks, you yeah. can pull it yeah, back you can out. Throw it out. You do not have to eat them. I did not bring a bag out here again. I'm real oh, bad at that, we but uh, we can spit it in the trash can. Spit it on the table. 
Okay. We're outside. And okay. uh, we'll just kind of, we like watching you, you do it. it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole point of the pie is just to get people to <laughs> shove Cheetos That's on. exactly uh-huh. right. We like to watch big gaping mouths. <laughs> your, uh, your, your logo doesn't have pictures of everybody on it. It's just like, the, it's a cool logo. The door logo. It doesn't have pictures, but it, if you're listening, picture guys that would want to watch somebody. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they listen. Like. Yeah, this is yeah, this is very very true. <laughs> All right, uh, so the, the so leader is Andres over here. He has what sixteen? Jeez, and man, I yeah. think Josh Potter has the least. He has like three. three yeah. What's the what's like, the secret? I like Do I got you got any tips? Uh, I have five teeth removed, so that oh, helped more for more space. Yeah. What the? Can we punch you in the mouth? This is new information, dude. Yeah. Did you do that? Him remove for the Cheeto challenge. He Marilyn Manson did. Did you do that after your first attempt? From here, from here on out, I'll probably tell people like that. Yeah, that's why I got him removed. Wisdom teeth and shitty uh, hygiene over the years. <laughs> <laughs> Too many candy bars, dude. Too many Cheetos. Candy. He's been training <laughs> his whole life for this. Well, he's the originator of the Cheeto challenge. True. All right, all right. So uh, I, what I wanted a time, do you count? I don't want to count. Uh, no, we we'll, count. we'll count. Yeah, Billy's we'll, uh, going to record it. I can't do of, both things at once. No, right. you're f- <laughs> <laughs> No, we'll, we'll do a play-by-play for you. All right, here we go. Here comes number Here's one. He's going to go uh, to the right side. Oh, that was a curly one, too. That was. <laughs> they, I, I feel like they appear bigger. Maybe his mouth is just smaller. <laughs> There's two. Two. He's got two. Uh, three. He's tied Josh Potter. There you go. Josh Potter, you're the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Five. He's got to get four. Uh, we got four. He's tied Nick Allen. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I think he said, uh-oh. Number five. Oh, that would at least be halfway. I'd at least yeah, count that. It. So, He's Nick, you suck too. There. You can use it a hand too if you want to pull yeah. back your skin. <laughs> Make it sound more like we're getting off on this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's number six. He's going back six. to the right. There's a little room in there. There's some room. Yep, oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, this is a good performance right here. It is. <laughs> we got six. He's trying to hold that there for seven. Oh, yeah. Seven. Oh, yeah. That's a good seven. Oh, yeah. He's. Checking the top, checking the bottom, checking the guns. There's a little room on your top. Trying yep, to see. Right yeah. Can we get it up in there? Going for eight. Oh. Oh, <laughs> oh I count that as eight. almost threw up, I think. Yeah, I think it almost popped out. That's eight. All right. Eight. Good showing. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's harder than you think, isn't it? I have a lot of respect for... Well, you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, it's hot out here, so you're sweating too. Yeah, you look disheveled right now. You got Cheetos. I know, <laughs> dust everywhere. And <laughs> I'm just sweating this whole damn pie. I'm gonna. I didn't even give up deodorant. <laughs> Literally put me in the high. I know. You did start out in the sun. Through. I was like, oh shit, we put the guest in the sun instead of flipping it. You're welcome. <laughs> We're trying to help you get a little browner. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Do you uh, want to say your social medias and any dates you got coming up? Uh, yeah, at Cameron Logston on uh, all the social medias. How do you spell that? For the white people. C-A-M-E-R-O-N-L-O-G-S-D-O-N. Uh, and that's on pretty much all, all the social media stuff. Um, and then uh, upcoming, so June 5th, I'm hosting the Omaha Summer Arts Festival, which is going to be streaming on 
Omaha's uh, cable access and online and stuff. So oh, it's, nice. like, it's like a six-hour event. So I'll be on. Hell yeah! I'm the host for all six that. hours. Yeah, damn. Yeah. I did it last summer. I think we were on for like seven hours. Like it was a long-ass event. Uh, so it's like a big telethon thing. Nice. Um, but uh, that's that's the next thing I got coming up. Some local stuff. But if you follow my social media, I'll, I'll post my dates on there. So I recommend you do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thanks for joining us, man. This has been awesome. Yeah. And, thanks, uh, man. This I'll is be awesome. Back this is fun. And uh, for you listeners, uh, you can send us an email at doorguyspod at yahoo.com. And thanks for listening, guys. Later on. Thanks, thanks guys. Peace. Yep. What's wrong with this? <laughs> Doesn't seem loud. Hello to the masters on behalf of the classes masters. We showed up, ski masses, pigs and asses, the murder asses. Look up our glasses and watch your pops and burn the ashes. Fucking fascist. Who the fuck are you to get 50 lashes? All cause I'm motivated, stimulated, never smoking, simulated, happy and burning hashes. Kill a killer, get a with them like you, squill him, get him, hit him, got him, shot him, and flip the matches. I'm the man, bitch, got big ideas, got plans to rock. Rothschild living in Bill Gates and the ghost of Jaws. Yeah, I said it, I'm in it. I ain't flinching it. Watch on mentioning it. One to a motherfucker face like it. In it, don't make it. In it, 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 in it